0: hey guys how's it going this is dan with uh mark on unleashed um just just getting going (laughs) and uh get this done we got uh today is friday actually the 14th so you guys listen to this next week it snowed today and i'm about over it already not so much the snow but i mean it's early so we still got leaves on the trees and stuff so we're going to talk a little bit about that all right let's get this going first i pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, and liberty, and justice for all. We're not sure how long that's going to last, though. Anyway, so snowed last night, today. Um, everybody and their brother posted pictures, like, in case you were, you know, my neighbor, you didn't see the snow outside, I thought I'd post it on social media, just to give you a kick in the nuts first thing in the morning. Um, that is it's ridiculous. I wore shorts, though, I'm still staying strong on the shorts thing, Um it's supposed to be 60 degrees next weekend, so I'm holding tight to that. Uh, got my wedding coming up at the end of the month, so we're excited for that. Hopefully, it's at least 50. Tara's looking for 70. I'm, I'll be happy with 50 to 60 degrees out. But um, yeah, the snow thing's a little early, and I understand. I got friends of mine that snowmobile and all that stuff, but it doesn't do nothing for me except I have to pay my plow guy more, and um, we can just hold off till I don't know deer hunting season or so, at least a month away. So this morning on my live feed, it's kind of cool because I I do my podcast the same day I do my live feed, so I talk about kind of the same thing because not everybody listens to both of them. And if you do, I'm sorry, I'm going to have some different stuff today, so don't tune off right now. Um, but um, last week we had an accident here at the range. Um, a lady did an accidental discharge right into the floor um, in the booth, and because hot brass went down her back, it's a I don't want to say it's a common mistake but whenever hot brass goes down shirts we always have people jump around and the first thing we say is set your handgun down well she didn't and when she went down to i don't know grab her shirt or whatever she discharged the firearm went right between her legs and blew a hole in my floor which is one thing but it almost shot her in her foot and then one of my teammates were here and they were actually just here shooting as their day off and the shrap metal popped up and hit him in the face um great dude Um, combat uh, vet, and um, he was able to take her, grab the firearm, stop her from pulling the trigger again, and um, get everything situated and and take care of her. So accidents do happen. Um, However, when it's a bullet, you don't get to hit reverse or stop or pause or anything like that. Um, I'm just glad we didn't have to use tourniquets on anyone and um, send her to the hospital. So... Shook her up pretty good. Shook some of the people that were in the store up pretty good. Um, but hey, that's why we get on people when they're out there screwing around. Um, if they don't listen to our directions, we ask them to leave, and we've had that happen several times in the past few months. And then the jackasses get online and try to leave me a bad review on Markon because we didn't let them play Rambo, or we didn't let them blow their freaking head off their shoulders, or we didn't let them, you know, do something they saw on YouTube. Well, if you want to do that you borrow a few million dollars and you build a business and you can do whatever the fuck you want but until then don't sit there and bash me online jackasses so that brings me right into my next one this happens more than you think so people go to the big box stores or go online and they'll read all the reviews and they talk to all the superstars at the big box stores and then they come to us and we tell them basically normal stuff as far as concealed carry options the real life stuff about concealed carry because we've been concealed carrying for 10 15 20 years um legally and illegal, illegally like i like to say we're not a 22 year old that hunts deer and sells guns in a big box store um talking about concealed carry and what you need because this is what my salesperson told me to tell you um then they talk to us they may even take a class which is great we tell them what they you know what they should and shouldn't do, and give them some tools for their toolbox. And then they sit there and they talk to my staff for an hour, hour and a half. They go out, they come back, same thing, hour, hour and a half, go out, come back. And then they come in and say, hey, this gun here is at a big box store for $30 less than you have it. Will you price match it? Okay, if they have that gun, we'll price match it. Well, they do. I was just there. So you drove across town multiple times because every time you leave my store, you probably came from theirs or let, went from mine to theirs. So you drove 10 miles in a full-size pickup truck to see if they had the gun, price match it. I go, do you have a photo? No, I, I don't have a photo. All right, well, let's just give us give them a call. That's usually how we do it because some guys will be like, well, it's online, but they're sold out. So will you price match it? No, I won't. Anyway, I say yeah, sure. What the heck? I'll take your word that they have it. We'll price match it. So now it's six ninety nine. Okay. This month we're having a sale that's ten percent off all handguns off of our marked price. So let's say the gun was. well, I'll tell you the gun was six thirty nine. I think it was six thirty nine is the normal price it was. We price matched it down to five ninety nine. No problem. However, then the person comes up and says, Hey, I still get the 10% off, right? What do you mean? Well, I get the 10% off the $599 now. Uh, is the big box store giving you 10% off? Well, no, but this is your sale. You can either have the sale, which would be five, like 580. So he would have got more by just doing that, then trying to have us price match it, and then ask for the 10% off. So my staff, I wasn't out front, I was in the back in my office, comes back, well, says, well, I have to go ask Dan. First, they had to come ask me if I was going to price match, which I knew the person. I was like, yep, we'll price match for him. And then he pulls out the 10% off sale that we have on normal price guns, and she says that. She says, well, sir, this is for normal price guns. Well, your price match them. That's their normal price, right? But this is what, they get a better deal than we do. So, I mean, they buy and literally by the truckloads. We buy and by like the threes. And he goes, well, why do you have to go ask him? Can't you make the call? And she's like, well, first off, it's his money, his shop, his rules. I just want to verify that I'm doing the right thing. He turns around and says, well, I guess I don't want it then. And walks out the store. Okay. Everything in my body after she came back and told me that wanted to call him up and jack him up. Because he runs a he goes to a regular business, 9 to 5 job at a local factory and makes 30-40 dollars an hour. It's a good factory job. Drives a brand new truck always comes in and talks to us about guns, and then he'll come back a couple weeks later with that gun because he bought it online because he found it for $10 cheaper. But he sat there for two weeks on and off asking us questions, finger-banging my gun, and then comes back and wants me to price match a big box store, maybe because I have cooler T-shirts, but then turns around and tries to get the 10% off on top of the price match. You can do that to big box stores and uh, shops that you don't know about, but you know us. It is hard to keep lights on in a place that your average electric bill is $3,000 a month. Your mortgage is eight grand a month. Think about that. How in the fuck do you think I'm going to pay my bills and stuff when you're sitting there nickel and diamond my ass into oblivion? First off, my staff spent probably $100 dollars at more than that, because they spent several hours with you at $60 an hour. So several hundred dollars of time talking to you about this gun. And then you go and try to beat us up over $40, which if you would have just said, yeah, I'll take the gun, we would have gave you the 10% off, and you would have saved $40 over the big box store. But nope, you didn't want to do that. You want to play I'm a cheap ass and try to Jew us down some, and then more off of that yet. That burns my ass. So, now I sat back in my office. I didn't make no phone calls, although I wanted to. It wrecked my day for about 15, 20 minutes. And I'm thinking, you know, when the crap hits the fan in November or whenever it does, um, if the voting and elections don't go well, he's gonna be the first one to come to us and be like, "Oh, you gotta help me. You gotta help me. I need, I need you guys' help. And you gotta help me do this. And you gotta help me do that." No. We don't. You're this first one that's a sacrificial lamb that I kill to feed my dogs. So people like that, I have no time for them. However, I'll give you the shirt off my back today, it's snowing, and walk home with no shirt on if you're a good person. And if you know me, that's a God-honest truth. So that being said, I went and saw my pastor this week, um, I had a meeting with him. He was on sabbatical and came home, came back for the weekend. And uh, Tara and I went and had meetings with him. And um, we had to because we're getting married, so we have to meet with him a couple times. And I'm learning a lot of stuff through him, through Tara, and stuff that it's a, a Baptist uh, church. It's a Grace Baptist in Hallie. There, Pastor Bruce is a great guy. And we talked a lot about stuff. And I've been going to the church now a year and a half or so, and um, I have learned a ton. More on religion and forgiveness than I did in the umpteen years I went to um, Catholic mass. Catholic mass is pretty much in and out. This is this is crazy. Um, That's why I didn't call the guy up and jack him up on it, or I won't jack him up if he walks in in 20 minutes. I'll be like, hey, how's it going, Billy Bob? And he'll probably want to talk to me about that, and I'll calmly tell him how it goes. And then I'll walk away. I won't jack him up on it. Um, I do, once in a while, I'll get a little worked up on things, if it's right now, or I'll just ask if I can step to the back, and I'll come back in a few minutes. But talking to Pastor Bruce and him explaining things the way life used to be compared to the way life is, and I knew that when I went through my divorce because the people I've dealt with and deal with and acquaintances that I have and had when you go through a divorce you can call on those people and those people don't care what they do they just care about money but i went through a divorce that was a very i'll say amicable um after 22 years um of marriage and the way that we that we separated was pretty crappy Um, to me anyway. So I just was like, you know what? I'm going to look at the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm going to have Jesus by my side, and he's going to get me through this without doing anything stupid. Now, sometimes I think he was taking a nap because Tara or Trevor had to reach out and be like, hey, or my sister Heidi had to reach out and be like, hey, don't do that. And I didn't. So that being said, you know, why did I bring that up? Um, I reflect back on life in the last seven years of Markon, and when I first opened up, oh yeah, I'd have been all over that. Now after seven years and becoming a business person, um, I just did a consulting job with a kind of a consulting job with a friend of mine who called me up. Um, family member of his wanted to start a business down in Kentucky, and they wanted to start it with you know like say ten thousand dollars, and I said, well, you're gonna need more than that, and he's like, well, what do you mean? I so said, first off starting a business, you you know, first, last month's rent, let's say two in the next two months rent, um, how are you going to pay for equipment? You got to go, uh, it's a, it was a food business. So you got to go commercial, you know, you got to get uh, tests done. You got to do inspections and all this stuff. He's like, Oh, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. I go, and I'm not even in the food business, but I know if you're going to go big time to at least make some money and pay bills, that's what you got to do. And he's like, "Oh Jesus, so what are you thinking?" I'm like, "I don't know. If you think ten thousand, I'd say probably at least a hundred k, just to get going." And it kind of threw him for a loop. And I'm like, "There's a difference between doing stuff as a hobby and doing stuff as a job or a career." Um, and when you start starting businesses, that's where you kind of separate the men from the boys, um, or the ladies from the girls, however it may be. So. That's just my soapbox on that stuff. Sorry about that. Um, What else we got going? Oh, November coming up. You guys put it in your calendars. November 8th is Election Day. Get out and vote. Because if you don't, you're going to have crap like this BSCA 2022 Act. And what it is is they started in Maine today. And if you are the age of 18 to 20 and you buy a long gun by federal law, you're supposed to be able to go in, fill out the forty four, 4 seventy three, and if you pass, you can take that gun home within like ten minutes. Now, is that good or bad? How many how many people that are planning mass shootings and stuff go to a gun shop and buy that? Usually they kill somebody to get theirs or they steal it or whatever. In Maine, starting today. If you're 18 to 20, they're going to put you on automatic delay, the federal government is, until they notify local law enforcement officers that you're planning on buying a long gun. That is straight up an infringement of your Second Amendment rights and is total bullshit. They say that's the first state to do it. So this is like a test run is from what I can figure out. I got an email from the ATF. So is it coming down through? I think it is. Um, And then they're going to do it for different things. Oh, you want to buy more than one box of ammo? Oh, you got to call it in. People, if you don't vote on November 8th for the right way, you better have some stockpile of shit. Food, water, ammo, your cells are going to be done because the towers will be history. Um, they'll shut those off. They're turning off people's bank accounts. I mean, Kanye West, they just shut down his bank account, his own bank account, his money. Not his crypto money, his money. The bank won't deal with him anymore and shut it down. You better have backup plans. Yeah, a lot of times I just come on here and talk a bunch of crap and roll out. But today I was kind of, you know, I don't know if it's the weather or what, but I was kind of amped up and um, I had to get it off my chest this morning and then it kind of piled up on me this afternoon. And I'm like, oh, shit, I got to do this again. So here we go. Um, It's coming down the, the pipe. They're reaching out. My social media accounts have been getting hiccuped. Um, my uh, licensing board with the ATF has been hiccuping the last, this last week. There's stuff that has not been... They haven't talked to me about stuff for seven years. I've been in business now. All of a sudden, boom, it's a hiccup. What do you mean it's a hiccup? It ain't no hiccup. We've been doing this for seven years. Oh, it is now. Why is that? So... You might want to get your ducks in a row. Because this year, Europe's going to show a lot what's going to happen because they're not going to have any any heat and fuel oil and gas, and I would be surprised if there's not a, a, a civil war starts up in Europe this year. Well, on that note, you know, what the hell. Might as well break her down. Um, that's probably about it. Oh, and today we had we taught here at Marcon, we taught a blind lady how to shoot. Yes, 100% blind, could not see you if you were standing three inches in front of her face. Tara did a class today. um, Started at 10 o'clock, and it was supposed to be over at noon. I knew it wasn't going to be over at noon. Went to 2 o'clock, and she put about 30 rounds at 10 feet on paper. Um, Missed a couple out of the center mass, the 9-inch pie plate that we have. But the majority of them, once we got her squared up in the booth and stuff, she could bring the gun up and engage she loaded the gun loaded the magazine inserted it it's a 22 she was doing great with it that was unbelievable her husband's right next door and uh we taught him as well and he'd never shot handguns he was shooting a nine mil and he was doing great and people say well why why does a blind person want to shoot why don't they want to shoot you have to protect yourself sometimes all the time you are your first responder which i talk about a lot And if her husband's not there or incapacitated or whatever, and she knows her house more better than anybody, even him, and somebody breaks in that house to do her harm because they know that she could be a soft target, all she has to do is get her firearm that she will be purchasing and follow the sound and engage. Now, people say, well, what if it's the wrong person? The person shouldn't be in her house, for starters. It ain't like she's going to carry a gun at Sam's Club, and if there's a shooting, she's going to start popping people. This is a self-defense situation. She may even carry it on her, and if somebody gets a hold of her and tries to do her harm, then she'll get messy with them. But yes, she did phenomenal. Her instincts and sound and weight, feeling and stuff, she knew when that gun was was empty. She knew before, well, she couldn't look at it, so she's like, oh, my gun's empty. And Tara's like, how did you know that? Because the weight of the firearm was uh, different in her hands because the slide was locked open. Tara's like, I can't even figure that out, and I've been shooting for 20 years. But she could. She knew exactly after that. You know, she wasn't counting the shots or anything. She didn't know. It was like boom, 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 up, oh, empty. Or the slide was locked open on a jam or something like that. She knew that. So that is a huge accomplishment for her and even a greater accomplishment, I feel, for us as a training facility, that we were able to teach her and bring her that, secu- that sense of security and the knowledge that she has to protect herself. Now, she'll be back probably in the next week after she does some dry firing and stuff at home um, or some muscle memory drills that we gave her. So it ain't that we teach everybody, but pretty much we're getting into that now. So this is awesome. That's just I just want to put that out there as a PSA to everybody and say, hey, if you can't shoot, you didn't come to Mark on because we can teach anyone to shoot. Straight up. All right, guys, that's about it. I'm going to uh, get this uh, closed out. Dear Lord, the creator of all things, thank you for another day of life. and thank you for all the love we have in our lives. Thank you for letting us wake up happy and healthy. It's always good to be seen and viewed. Let us let our souls be at peace and our minds be sharp. Lord, just put your hands on the backs of those that are trying to make a difference and follow in your footsteps. Lord, I know that not everybody deserves you, but everybody needs you. And you are there for everybody. Please, Lord, bless and watch over all those in our lives. And in Jesus' name we say amen. Godspeed. God bless you guys. Take care. Stay safe. Bye-bye.